Hey guys. Hello. Welcome to the Cobra Command Collective. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, it's Jill and Tiff here. Yep. Talking about all the fun things. Make sure you subscribe so that you know what's kind of going on at C3 and when we're talking new topics. That's right. Yeah. And leave us a review. Yeah, leave us a review. We want to podcast platform is. Heck yeah. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, this week we are going to talk about what's in your gym bag. Oh yeah, everybody's carting in these giant shoulder bags. Do they really need to? I don't know. Uh, Do they? You'll That's see. The if you listen, you'll see. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to dive right in. I have a giant gym bag. Do you? With a lot of things. <laughs> we'll see how many of your things are on our list. <laughs> how many of these things are essential or just comfort? Yes. Cre- creature comforts, yes. right? Yes. Well, sometimes those are important too. <laughs> um, yeah. So we made a list of what we thought were the... Five, five the really. Five, yeah. Five basic things that every CrossFitter needs or doesn't need. But the most common we see in the gym. Yeah, what most athletes have in mm-hmm. their bag. Mm-hmm. Now, we didn't include the cool things like chapstick. Essential. <laughs> Essential. Water bottle. Essential. We didn't put water, water bottle. bottle. We didn't. No. We, we talked about kind of the things that I feel like CrossFit are known maybe? for. Like yeah. when you roll into a gym and somebody's like, oh, there's a CrossFitter. This is what they expect All to come out of your bag. All of their accessories. Yeah. We didn't include any spandex. <laughs> or... Uh, Crop tops. Crop tops. Oh, yeah. The, um, well, yeah. Some booty shorts and crop tops would be expected. Yeah. But we came up with five things. And in order of, we'll say, least important to most least important. Least important to most important. Um, we have lifters, wrist straps, a belt, knee sleeves, speed ropes, and then hand care. Basic yes. hand care. Grips, tape, stuff like that. Yep. Um, so that list least important to most important mm-hmm. uh is kind of what's going to drive what we tell you to do today yeah so let's start with the least important thing let's just jump right in talking yeah. about lifters lifters yes everyone's got them well they're super fun they come a, a million different colors you can customize them customize them they're a really fancy and shoe. i think a lot of people we aspire to we see them oh yeah in them you want to emulate the people at the top of their game and that's what they wear so you feel like i should wear them too yeah and they're i mean they help with stability yep um yeah i was gonna have... say what's the purpose right yeah. why, why yeah, do that's... we use a lifter so mm-hmm. we use lifters to help with stability mm-hmm. and to provide kind of a platform in which to complete your lifts yeah they're nice and stiff yep. they're gonna help transfer the power you're driving like from your body to the floor and then you get the reversal action help mm-hmm. drive the bar up um, and they really help our lifters in particular with poor or limited mobility yes. you can get if you have poor dorsiflexion you can really get in a better much better vertical squat which is mm-hmm. great for your clean or your snatch and um, that's because of the little tiny lift the in the heel. heel lift yeah mm-hmm. um so they are great like if you are somebody with limited limited mobility that might be a higher priority item for you if to be help with your lifts but you should also still be working on your mobility you should be able to do a quality front squat barefoot yes honestly yep yeah and honestly you're gonna get better mechanics there oh anyway right 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 so lifter it's gonna depend on the athlete Mm -hmm. but on the scale of things i should get as a new crossfitter versus things i shouldn't that's probably something that could wait or Mm -hmm. only apply to special circumstances correct and I feel like CrossFit's already kind of a high barrier, like, 
financially a high barrier activity. So if, if we said lifters were also like, you had to have those, like they're already in for their fundamentals or their PT sessions. And now we're like, oh, by the way, you should also buy a $300 pair of shoes. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't really need to. You don't really want to. Them. They look great. They do. Look, they look great. They help, but by no means essential to be successful at CrossFit. Oh, no, I would agree. And I think you see sometimes people who have been CrossFitting longer wearing them less and less. I agree. And some of that could be that they have been able to get in a better position without them through years of that two thousand reps. Yeah, yeah. Um, their mobility has gotten better, and their ability to um, stay stable in the bottom of a lift. Like, they've learned how to do all these things on their own. Yeah. Or tackled some weaknesses that led them away from their lifters. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, it's not very fun to change shoes in the middle of a class workout. I'm just (laughs) kidding. Like, that's my personal personal thought on it. All right. So, number four. We have a a tie for number four on our list of the five essential things, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So, they both work similarly. Um, And that is wrist wraps. And knee sleeves. Yep. So working, you know, there to help joints mm-hmm. in, in two different locations, but kind of works similarly. Uh, so knee sleeves. Knee sleeves are great uh, for a couple of reasons and maybe not the reasons people think. Yeah. Uh, so great cushioning. Yeah, we talked about before we started, when do we wear knee sleeves the most? And we both were like, anytime there's burpees or a lot of burpees or lunges. Like, yes. We're, stop, we're cushioning our knees so we're not getting little bruises. Not, yep, not, <laughs> not getting road rash on my knee. Yes. Um, what they are, and additionally for me, I like to wear knee sleeves when I do very heavy squatting. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I believe that the actual knee sleeve provides any stability because it does not. It does mm-hmm. not have the compression it needs to provide it. That, yeah. But what it does have the compression to do is keep my joint warm. Oh, especially when you're heavy, you're taking more rest in between. Um, and I'm sure if you ever seen, you wear your, put them on over your leggings and at the end of your lifting session, you pull them down and just this part under just your knee sleeve is wet. Soaked. <laughs> soaked, yes. Yeah, they do um, a great job of that. Yes. And so in, mm-hmm. increasing circulation uh, and keeping that warmth there. Absolutely. Yeah, you can even, I mean, you have pink and flush skin under mm-hmm. them. They do a great job of that. Yep. But you're right. They don't have the compression to necessarily help with the stability that a lot of people think. Yes. If that's what you're looking for. Then you're looking at maybe a traditional knee wrap. Yeah. So mm-hmm. knee wrap is similar to a wrist wrap. It's a little bit more stretchy, mm-hmm. um, but you can cinch it as tight as possible to your mm-hmm. knee. And it's actually going to limit range of motion. Yeah. In and the you're not going to put them on and leave them on. No, you'll no, you'll rewrap. Yeah. Um, so it's if stability is something you're looking for, yeah. the knee sleeves we sell in stores are not for you for stability, mm-hmm. but they might be great in some other areas. Yeah. Same thing kind of applies to wrist wraps. So wrist wraps are good if you feel unstable or if you have poor mobility in your wrist. Kind of like a little splint there. Yeah, it kind of helps support it. Mm -hmm. Now, a wrist wrap different from the knee sleeve because you can cinch it Mm -hmm. um, down as tight as it can be. But it's not great because, well, it's like a splint, just like what you Mm -hmm. said. So you're not, you're... If you're always splinting that wrist, if it you need to splint it because it feels weak and you're getting wrist pain in overhead squats, you're never going to get stronger if you always splint it. Yes. Like it's really, it's going to atrophy 
and get weaker. So, so you, we want to control that. Now, if yeah. you're just starting and you do feel unstable or you feel like your wrists get really stretched out because of the mobility mm-hmm. a lot, it could be a great tool to help you feel more comfortable in a workout. Yes. But what you'll find mm-hmm. and what we talked about is I used to use wrist wraps a lot when I did push presses and when I first started my handstand mm-hmm. push-ups. Now, I don't, I don't ever use them. Me neither. Like, I guess maybe if I did a really heavy overhead squat workout, I might Mm -hmm. use them. But even then, I'm not super comfortable, so. Yeah. Well, and I think I want some of it, so you're building that flexibility. You're getting a better position all the time, so you don't have to worry about that wrist, like, strain as much. Your grip is stronger. Your wrist is stronger. Building strength, yeah. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said about um, the longer you're in CrossFit, the more you start to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, that's true too. So you don't too. notice those things maybe as much and you're more focused on doing the rep and putting that part of it aside. But yeah, I would say that if you watch people, like the longer they do it, the less they'll use those, probably because they're stronger, but mentally and physically. Mentally and physically. You mm-hmm. just made me think of something we completely forgot on the list though. Hmm. It's worth an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. And that is sweatbands. Oh, yeah. So right now, if you're listening and you're not like regularly in the CrossFit gym where you're observing people, you're probably like, I see tons of athletes wearing wrist wraps. No, no, no. No, oh. no, no. A lot of athletes nowadays do wear sweatbands mm-hmm. on their wrists. Or I could see, like, especially if you have a cloth, like the classic mm-hmm. cloth with the cloth tie, those would help the sweat from going down to your from, grip as yes. well. More yep. than just like the elastic Velcro ones. Yeah. But so sometimes you'll see it, but mm-hmm. it's not being, it's not that is a wrist wrap being used for the sake of wrist wrapping. Correct. It's correct. To keep that hand dry. Yes. You can grip. <laughs> keep the sweat out of your eyes, on your head, yeah. if you're wearing a head. It, why does Jill constantly wear a junk headband? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> this is why. Uh, boom. Um, yeah. So let's head down to number three, which is the belt. I think people will be surprised that this one isn't higher up on the list. I, I think so. So belt is a great accessory tool. Yeah. The keyword here is accessory. Not crutch. Not a crutch. Which is how you see it used often that people will put it on. As soon as they get off of an empty bar, that Mm -hmm. belt goes right on. Yes. Um, And we both talked about that 80% rule. Yeah. To not even put your belt on until you're over 80%. 80%. And it goes back to the splinting that we Mm -hmm. talked about. If you're always belting, even when it's light, you're never giving your core a chance to build that strength. Um, And you're just going to hinder yourself. And really, really, the point of the belt or what we should be using the belt for, at least this is what I tell my my athletes or people who ask me about a belt, is the belt is not actually there to provide stability. Right. It's there to remind you to stay set, Mm -hmm. to brace, and maintain that brace for that movement. Pushing against it. You're pushing. It gives you a target, basically, Mm -hmm. to aim Mm -hmm. for, right? To press against that belt to maintain stability yourself Mm -hmm. exactly exactly Um, so that's our rule of thumb i think a belt is a great thing to have in your bag for those days when we do really heavy something Mm -hmm. and we use it not to actually support us but to remind us of how to support how to use our body to support itself keep that tension Mm -hmm. throughout your entire lift yeah Definitely. So that's why it's at number three. Number three. Not number one. But they do sell some really cute ones. I'm going to throw that out there. They do. They sell (laughs) some really cute ones. All right. 
Right. Number two. Mm-hmm. So this one has two dynamics to it. Yes. Uh, so number two on our list is a speed rope or jump rope. Jump rope. We'll say jump. So we're going to say jump rope because of the two dynamics. Mm-hmm. Um, we both Tiff and I agree that we think most athletes should own their own personalized jump rope. Yes. Does that need to be a speed rope? No, it no. shouldn't be a speed for speed. every athlete. It shouldn't be a speed rope. True story. Yes. So, um, um, so once you are in the gym and you're seeking that double under, it's best to have a personalized, customized mm-hmm. tool that's yours to work with. So yes. it stays consistent. Yes. That's why I think everyone needs a jump yeah. rope. Double unders are such a neurological skill and it's a, uh, like a muscle memory pattern, but it's going to be impossible to learn if every single day your rope changes. If you have a heavier, heavier handle, a longer or shorter handle, um, even if you always grab, we'll say we have the, our colored set of jump ropes. If you always grab the, the light or your, yeah, the red one, if one of those is kinked, one of them is missing more plastic, like that's changing the weight of the rope, that's changing the way it flows through the air. And so you're going to have to change your skill. So you're basically relearning your motor pad- pattern. Every single time you pick up a rope. Yes. You're making it 10 times as hard for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So having a personalized yeah, or customized rope, rope is great. It's the same every time. But you don't have to spend... <clears throat> literally, I had an athlete yesterday telling me about a $110 jump, jump rope. rope. You don't need that. Especially when you're starting. No. So my better athletes, as you get more seasoned and you're getting bigger sets, sure, you can go for that. Mm-hmm. But for our beginner athletes... A mid-weight rope, typically, yeah. is going to be the a best. A little bit heavier. You can feel the rhythm. The speed mm-hmm. ropes are great when you can do double unders. So you know, you already know what your body should be doing. Mm-hmm. But if you're just starting, that speed rope is so light, you can't feel. You have no tactile feedback. It's hard to tell what the rope is doing. Exactly. Um, so you need that medium-weight rope. Yep. And now, I should know. I was on a jump rope team for like eight years. I So I just <laughs> learned this about Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany, legit jump roper. <laughs> like, I... When is a double under clinic coming, girl? (laughs) (laughs) Double unders. We can do so many stupid human tricks with a jump rope I could teach you all. (laughs) So now you guys know where this craziness of single leg, whatever it was that we did the other day. (laughs) So that too, but to look like the reason the neurological skill transfer, like, and a little like, it's good to remember what it's like to try something new and be hard. Have it yeah. be hard. For some of us who have been doing it forever and single unders are nothing and double unders are nothing, you forget what it's like to have to turn your brain on and really practice a skill and, think and not about just it. be on autopilot. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, I had a really fun time uh, with the warm-up where we did the single leg jumps and then yeah. the jogging because some of my athletes who are so seasoned with double unders and singles uh-huh. straight struggled while some of my athletes who are great at singles just crushed crush it, yeah. and we were laughing at each other and it was so it was fun. fun it's the best oh, good. it's the best okay. but get yourself a jump rope yo yes 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 all right um, and it's an investment that stays with you forever yeah yeah and, like, once you buy a good set, so, like, whether it's an RX jump rope or an RPM, whatever brand you individually set yourself on, once you get handles, oh, yeah. you only you ever have to play, replace, replace the, the actual cable. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice. And a cable lasts a long time unless, like, something traumatic kind of happens. Right. So, I think my first RPM cable, my, that rope lasted me, I'm not, like, eight years. 
That's awesome. The only reason I had to replace the cable, I think, because I was jump roping on concrete because we were doing over we in the garage gym in North Dakota. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, because like, concrete, concrete will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that awesome. Investment lasted. It's worth um, it. Yes. All right, Tiff. So that brings us to number one. Yeah, and this should be your number one investment. Number one or investment. priority investment. Yes. And that's your hand care, and that we kind of took a couple different. Uh, stances here a couple different ideas and let's go with the first let's just talk about grips first yeah that's so i say the number one that's the number one i think an athlete typically coming out of fundamentals or coming um first entering into the class environment Mm -hmm. that's the thing you if you're going to spend money on something that's the thing to spend it on yeah um take care of your hands and your calluses protect your hands there's no reason anymore in CrossFit for hamburger hands. No. And it just puts your training back so hard. Like, you get a hand tear, like, that super sucks that day. It's painful. But until that hand tear is healed, it's going to limit. You can't hold a bar. You can't do barbell stuff. Or if you do, you're either making it worse mm-hmm. or it really hurts. Maybe you're spreading your gross germs to everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, there's just no reason for there's it. No, there's no, and I'm not saying that that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do the reps or shouldn't train. That's not what I'm getting no. at. But be smart in it. Like, yes. let's get some grips. Let's find something that works for you to help protect your hand. Mm-hmm. And that way you can train longer and get better well, results. Well, if you get them right away, you don't have to worry about relearning how the grip feels on the bar. That, and... the, there's something to be said for mm-hmm. that. So Tiffany oh, yeah. learned without <laughs> grips. Yeah, so I have yet to find a pair of like leather or suede or whatever. I have not found a pair of grips yet that I can use regularly because I'm so used to doing it without that my capacity goes down. Like, I don't know if it's a mental thing or I'm just not used to gripping the bar that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiffany Welch and I talked about that our favorite still is just to use tape. Yeah. Like make a gymnastics grip, double-sided with tape, so there's no sticky. And I think the reason that's my favorite is it's the least. It's yeah, thin. So it thin. affects my grip the least. I, it's less noticeable as the others. But now, if I would have started... Yeah, if you would have yeah. started. So I I started without grips as well. Mm-hmm. But as soon as my kip got good enough to start doing a kipping pull-up, I started wearing grips all the time. Mm-hmm. And now, literally, when I teach fundamentals and I demonstrate a kipping pull-up, mm-hmm. I'm like... I need to go get my grits. That's awesome. (laughs) Like, need these. Um, So, like, a little bit opposite. Like, I very much prefer Mm -hmm. to have my grips. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's more about getting used to doing the other things with my grips attached to my wrist. Yeah. But that kind of leads us to the type. There's so many different types of grips. Yes. And And none are created equal. They're all different. They're all different. And some you would leave looped mm-hmm. over your fingers maybe while you're doing movements other ones have no loops for fingers so you can just flop them away and grab the barbell yep so there i mean there there's gymnastic ones that come all the way up to your fingertips mm-hmm. i don't know if i'd I recommend that no. like but they do have them then there's like the common ones you see in the gym like bear complex style where it's two hole or three hole mm-hmm. um depending on how wide of coverage you want on your hand like i just prefer for my middle finger and ring finger to get covered because that's yeah. where my I make the best contact. But for some people, they want three fingers, like mm-hmm. pointer. Depending on where they, they yeah. tear. Yeah. Um, and then there's athletes like Jacob Hepner. He did a whole big thing about grips mm-hmm. um, on his YouTube channel. But he prefers hole lists. So he has no holes and he just wraps. Mm-hmm. So the actual grip itself wraps around the bar and then his hands just sit on top sit of on it. Top. Um, and that's all personal preference. Totally. Totally. Um, but besides protecting your hands, so gymnastics grips, true gymnastics grips have a hard little rod in them to help you like 
grip, yeah, it like makes a little brace for you to grip on the bar. So if your grips have enough fabric to make a little bunch and help you grip the bar, that can help you hang on the pull-up bar or for longer, or if you do a toaster bar or whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of a dual purpose mm-hmm. item there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So grips. Worth Worth it. But with grips comes a couple other things that go along with hand Mm -hmm. care. Um, So, and that's why we wanted to talk hand care. So grips help prevent um, tearing, but a inevitable thing that you're going to develop in CrossFit Mm -hmm. is calluses. Oh, yes. From the pull-up bar or the barbell or the kettlebell. All the things. So humans, Mm -hmm. from the primate family... (laughs) We are supposed to be able to climb. We're supposed to be able to um, pick things up, like use our mm-hmm. arms as our main um, source of movement, I guess, uh, for yeah. lack of a better term. Uh, so calluses are naturally going to form, uh, and they require care. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple ways you, you can do that. Um, if you haven't gotten a file, like literally just a simple nail file or whatever oh, to be able to sand to them sand down. Them down. Um, and that will keep your hands feeling kind of soft and stuff. So that's the first one. They also have callus cutters. So like if you've ever gone and gotten a pedicure and they like take the cheese grater to your foot, like that's a callus (laughs) cutter. Um, they have smaller ones specifically made for your hands. Mm -hmm. Also a good investment for a CrossFitter. If, if you're not afraid of it, some people are freaked out by it, but. but if you let your calluses get too big. That's the skin that pinches and gets ripped off. Yep. So you get ca- you get rips and you have new little baby hands because mm-hmm. there's no callus buildup. And then you get them if your ha- calluses are too built too up. Too built up. Yep. So you got to find that happy medium. Ha- find that happy medium. I feel like it took me like two years to get the perfect callus level. And then I would only tear on something really high volume like a Murph or an open workout. Yeah. But it's all about finding that happy callus happy medium for medium. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least... With CrossFit, we hook grip, we mm-hmm. um, you do high-volume kettlebell swings. Mm-hmm. Something might create rubbing, like, in the inside of your thumb, on the inside of that L. Uh, or um, for some people, it's on, like, their pinkies. I've seen uh, little blisters on the pad of your thumb from hook mm-hmm. gripping a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I always get one, like, on the, right on the it, like, outer right edge. Now. Yeah. On the dumbbell. Yeah. Yep. So... Another thing for hand care with that is tape. So you'll mm-hmm. see athletes who tape like between their knuckles. So like the space between their th- uh, their middle thumb knuckle and the base, they'll tape that off so that they can get that nice hook grip and they have a little yeah. cushioning there. Mm-hmm. You don't get and it's that not rubbing. restricting a joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they straight up make the little sleeves that go on your yeah. Thumb what are your whole those thumb? I don't know called? what they're called. They're call funny. them thummies. I don't know thummies. if that's what they are. Waddies. <laughs> they're called waddies. You made me think of it. <laughs> Um, that's awesome. But that's another hand care mm-hmm. tool. Worth it. Yeah. I mean, you got to find what works for you, but it's right. worth but it. Just a roll of athletic tape. Um, for example, if you're not used to um, another place you can get a callus is on the heel of your hand in false grip. If you're doing a lot of false grip stuff because you're working towards that muscle up, the heel of your hand usually doesn't have a callus. It's pretty soft right there. Um, but you can tape. It goes from your thumb and it travels down your thumb pad around your wrist and then make a loop around your wrist. And that'll cover the heel of your hand so you don't get that rip right at the base of your wrist, top of your or bottom of your hand. Because that's a painful spot. Yeah, that's not a... Once you get a rip there, ring work is Ugh. done for a minute. Yeah. But so just Ugh. tape. 
period. Yeah. Yep. It's a great. In general. Yeah. Great Something choice. worth having. Mm-hmm. And with tape, you can even create your own grips if you needed to. Oh, totally. So. Those are my favorite kind. Yeah. <laughs> Tiffany's favorite kind. All right, guys. So to go back over it from least to most important, we recommend lifters are the least important item. Yeah, that's the last thing you the need. The last thing that you need. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, if you have un- instability in your wrist or if you feel like you have achy knees, number four, wrist wraps and knee sleeves. Yep. Coming in in number three, a great accessory but not essential mm-hmm. is the weight belt. The weight belt, yes, yes. Number two, this is pretty, we think it's pretty important that you have and that is your own personal jump rope Mm -hmm. and then number one everybody should have some kind of plan for this and that is hand care and that includes grips tape Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff whatever that is that you take care of your hands with so if you're filling your gym bag and you want our thoughts Mm -hmm. that's it that's all you need that's it all you need all the other stuff is just frosting on top of the cake yeah, and that doesn't mean it's not. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's fun to have that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's cool, I feel like, to feel like you're getting up there in the big leagues with all your cool stuff. And honestly, compared to the rest of the world, the fact that you're here doing that kind of stuff, you are in the big leagues. It's yeah. Like entire population. Welcome to the big leagues. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and, there, and by no means is there anything wrong with anything on the list. We no. just wanted you guys to know what we consider most important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you're not sure what to buy or if you should buy something. Or what order and which to buy order, them. Yeah, where to put your money and when. This should help direct that. But you're exactly right. If you already have all these things and more and you love them, like, keep rocking them. Yeah, I use all the things on this list. Except for wrist. I don't, I have wrist wraps. I don't really don't use, use them, them anymore. But that's it. Everything else on this list I, I have and use mm-hmm. weekly. There you go. For the most part. Yeah. Um. Hit us up if you have any questions about this. Yeah. We can recommend brands and... All that good stuff. deals and stuff like that. Yeah. Also, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Yes. If you are uh, haven't subscribed, if you have subscribed, go ahead and leave us a review. Yes. Let's start with that. If you haven't, go ahead and hit that subscribe button now. Yes. And Please if you're thank you. not a C3 member, head on over to the CobraCommandCrossFit.com website and schedule a no sweat intro. Come on in. Come find out what we're all about mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. All right, guys. This Thanks. has been a lot of fun. It was. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Hope you learned a little bit. All right, guys. This is Jill and Tiff. Command your fitness. Command your nutrition. Command your life. Thanks. Thanks.